gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe. Here in this great hall of justice are the most powerful forces of good ever assembled. Wallet Slayers! We'll be judging for humor, and no, we don't have humor. We just like to play the game and have some fun. Welcome to Dredging for Humor. Welcome to the lighter side, where we talk about magic the gathering like nowhere else you might find. Just don't expect to learn much. This show's just to keep you in touch. In fact, it's just a game where we jump from playing the game. The two of us are going to step out, gather around and listen to our tales. We hope you get a kick or two. Set phasers to mean drunk. Bridge. That sometimes appears when the stars line up or the elves go home or whatever. And and what happens is that the worlds of Star Trek and Magic the Gathering are briefly united. (laughs) And and you have these parallels. I've heard Tom on Monday Night Magic like do some of them. We've talked about how in a game it would be awesome to have a little audio phaser button oh, so that every time yeah. you took a hit, you hit the audio ping. Right? You know, set phasers to mean drunk. Uh, <laughs> all night of the reliquaries in deck. You know, we've got like, I don't know. I think there's a lot of potential there. It's a nerd bridge, though. An yeah. iPhone app or a droid app. And I think there oh. are. Ooh. Just with like, right. eight sound effects. How about a Foley artist? Just your own personal personal folio. He comes with his own trunk. (laughs) Yeah. Set this down. I think that's worth leaving Star Trek behind and just pursuing that idea as a player of Magic the Gathering. Who's this guy? He's my Foley artist. What would your chart of the face sound effect be? Uh, You could crinkle maybe, uh, like, uh, what's that paper? The really. Tissue paper. Okay. You could t- crumple tissue paper really quick. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Maybe grind two large rocks together yeah, in the background to that, to that noise. Get the get yeah. the uh, Balrog sound going. That's what you would do is you would just get the Balrog audio from mm. Lord of the Rings. There you go. And, it's already there. Um, you want? I want a sizzling effect, though, afterwards. Ooh, that's that would be awesome. Just to have a hot plate. He has to plug in his hot plate. Dude, that's the making some bacon. He just gets it really hot and then throws an egg on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna kill your blade tusk, boar. Mmm. Uh, <laughs> some smells like bacon. Yeah, we've totally. Oh my god. Yeah, we need to figure out some sort of nerd. If you are an electronics geek and you have the time and you want to build one of these boxes like that we can program sound effects into and send it to us, we will use it. I think that's how a a player could potentially receive worldwide fame is that, oh yeah, that guy that plays, you know, he's not a very good player, but he comes with his own Foley artist. That guy, did you see him play at the last PTQ? It was awesome. Right, and like he's just turning the game and the theme from like uh, Star Wars comes in and he's he's like, he's totally behind and all of a sudden it's like, he top decks just amazing Callisto Highborn. He starts losing, you get dark tones, themes start happening, and then all of a sudden like Marshall's Anthem, Honor of the pure like i could yeah i'm there Mm -hmm. i could see that wow but see that would i mean that's more like actually having more than a foley artist that's like actually having a a bloody orchestra 
Oh, yeah. Can you? Well, oh, yes. To oh. set the mood so they're like, they've got your deck, they know what you've got, you know, they understand the play of the game. All these musicians that would have to understand magic to truly play in that orchestra. That I could have seen that happening with that first game that you played against LSV. Like, you walk in to sit down at the table and here comes LSV, but he's got a full Grand Symphony Orchestra behind him that, like, musically <laughs> no, backs no, every that's play that's not what it was makes. like at all. That's not Come what it was on. like at all. It was totally like the, the, good, ba- the good, the bad, and the ugly. It was like... <laughs> You're gonna lose to LSV. It's happening now. He's playing Time Sieve. He's packing a 45. Exactly. You've got a dog toy. Awesome. Well, by the way, this is episode six, and this is Jack the Band. We have this. Usual casting crew here. <laughs> Who's the usual casting crew, bad boy? Uh, I'll take in uh, uh, Scotch and Elspeth. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll take uh, 3C2A. Yes. And uh, that's Newbie. <laughs> hey, Newbie. Hi, guys. And the dude. Yoberg. So we, we figured we'd just start rambling for this episode and... It's and, the new uh, Yoberg is the new Wooberg. Uh-huh. Yoberg? Uh-huh. That's because that's what you say when you hit Wooberg, right? Yoberg. So we're going to ramble for this part of the show? Well, no, we're not actually going to ramble anymore. We already okay. did ramble. Are we going to get out of business? Maybe in a few minutes. Okay. So uh, the white, the white, doesn't that look yellow? So it, it could be Uberg. 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 Right. Okay, Bob, uh, we're thinking about going with uh, yellow or maybe white here uh, for the fifth color of magic. We don't quite know. What do you think? Um, yellow. Yellow seems pretty good. <clears throat> Actually, though, if you look at the symbol itself as opposed to the background, see, black is more gray. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the actual symbol itself, well, that's it's very, you know, black, yes, very and, black. And this know, is white very white. Is white. Yeah. I'm sorry, Bob. Richard Garfield just called. It's <clears throat> going to be white. <laughs> that was a good choice. Uh, so, actually, what we're going to talk about is our feelings about Rise of the Eldrazi so far. We've had a few drafts. We've had two drafts, actually. Woo! And uh, we've had the pre-release, and uh, yeah. So this... Wow. Uh-oh. Don't, don't look at the waveform. I, 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 I wasn't looking at the waveform. Look I was wave looking form. at my goddamn cell phone. You were looking at the waveform. You were so guilty of that. Does that <laughs> droid speak, Bocce? I, I don't know. I, I think he speaks some sort of condenser language. Evaporate, vapor, evaporators. Vaporators? V- Vishnu. Uncle Owen! Uncle Owen! I don't think I'm going to have a career after this movie, Uncle Owen! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Comic Book the Movie was like one of the best things ever. Right? It, well, oh, hey, okay. I, I will totally pledge what, allegiance years, to Mark Hamill, Jedi to Master. There, yeah, right. No, every I have nothing but all good feelings toward that guy. Uh, I know a number of people that have met him, namely my nephew, who cannot shut up about meeting him and said that he is the coolest cat ever. And if you ever run into Mark Hamill, what you do is you look at him kindly. Do not mention Star Wars, Lucas, nothing. You just look at him and say, hey, when is Corvette Summer 2 coming out? Corvette Summer? 2. What is Corvette Summer 1? Hey, you you do not ask that question in the presence of the Jedi Master. I mean, just, just, that's what you say when you see Mark Hamill. Hey, Mr. Hamill, when is Corvette Summer 2 coming out? And guarantee you, he will be a very cool guy. Yeah. Do not ask him about George Lucas. Right. I don't want to ask anybody about George Lucas. Well, right. So, 
He can ask me about George Lucas. I'll ask you someday. Yeah. Yeah. I think he wants to get on with the show. I understand. Uh, talk about Rise of Eldrazi, we should. Boy. <laughs> All right, Yodi. <laughs> Yodi. <laughs> no, are those the roadies for Yoda? Ooh, Yodis. Yodis. I'd be a Yodi. <laughs> Do you need me to tune up your lightsaber, Mr. Yoda? <laughs> He's got two lightsabers, man. I know. That's because I tuned them both up. No. I am the Yodi. The Yodi. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. So, Rise of the Eldrazi. What did you draft this last time, dude? Um, I, out of all the drafts and the pre-re, I was most happiest with the last deck that I drafted, which was uh, Red-White. But um, I, I, I haven't heard anything about Red-White. That was my hesitancy, was is I'm, I'm looking, you know, I'm reading signals, blah, 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 and I'm like, okay, well, let's see, I know there is a... Uh, white blue leveler deck archetype. I know there is a red green mana ramp deck type. I've heard something about a red blue kiln fiend unblockable, blah blah blah. Um, and I'm not seeing any of these cards except for some decent red cards, but I'm really seeing white with no great blue to follow it. So by the end of the first pack, may probably into the second pack, I'm like, I'm in two colors that I have never heard anybody talk about this set at all. Uh, using or so I'm just I was I felt like I was kind of flying by the seat of my pants and that I my deck would probably have no synergy and I that was totally wrong was that your last draft that was the last draft okay. how many drafts have you done um, and I, I this will be my second draft okay. and then I, I did the one pre-release so we try to draft every every weekend or so um, but it, and to be honest the 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 draft uh, the previous week before this um, was a much stronger deck than this red-white one, and I felt much more confident playing it because it was uh, an archetype deck. It was a red-green uh, Eldrazi Ramparoo. Um, but uh, but I was very happy with this last build because it was something that I didn't think would work would work, and it worked barely by the skin of its teeth because you should have beat me. Right, that's true. <laughs> I probably should have, but there was... I mean, I drew land multiple times in a row. That was kind of killed me, but... I think that your plays, your you had well timed plays. I I had a pretty well. I, my board was built to be able to get that big ass demon out. Uh, the uh, well, well, right there. I mean, talking about playing decks that we haven't heard anything about. What did you end up in? <clears throat> I uh, ended up mono black. <laughs> yeah, it was the Phyrexian strategy. It was the only way that I can explain it. Uh, had uh, the blood husk ritualist. No, that's not the right card. Uh, hold, please. All right, so we're back, and what it was, the one I was Where'd talking you go? about. That's a secret. And no, no, nobody gets I want to know where you went. No. Where'd you go? It's I, not safe for him to talk about the room. Oh, my God. You're going to cause earthquakes, aren't you? No. I bet you are. Mm-hmm. You have breasts. But I am the cause of uh, climate change. <laughs> you are the cause. It's because you have testicles. Do you smell it? Oh, man. I thought... Freaking the five by L.A. with all those cows smell bad. Jeez, you should Christ. go to Omaha. <laughs> Omaha. Oh, as long as like, like the Wild Kingdom guys there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so <laughs> we're back, and the uh, vampire I was talking about was the Blood Throne Vampire, which is a uh, total Phyrexian idea. You know, you sacrifice a creature, it gets a boost. Yes. So, yes. 
I was running her, and then I had lots of little one-drop black creatures like Death Cultists, and the, some that were levelers, the Zulaport Enforcer, the Null Champion, small costing, very low-curved deck. Uh, and then I had this strong recursion with that Cadaver Imp that kept bringing everything back, so I was able to get the blood thrown out, sacrifice stuff, bring the Cadaver Imp in, bring something else back, uh, and just play around with it a lot. That beetle, that recursion with that beetle, I mean, that beetle just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm a scoop mob. Where is the mortician beetle? I'm ah. progenitus. Yeah. Exactly. He's pretty good. Oh my gross. god, I'm an now. Right. I and mean, so, he's just getting huge. Right. So the death cultists, because they have the ability to sacrifice, so even if I don't have the, the blood thrown vampire, and if they're going to put out Eldrazi spawn and start to sacrifice them, then I, he still gets bigger because it's whenever a player gets mm -hmm. it. So it's pretty burly. And then Pawn of Ulamog, so even if they are killing your stuff, or if you are sacrificing to the Blood Throne Vampire, oh my goodness, there's a great synergy between those two. Oh, yeah. Now, how often were you running Boop Your Brain? Oh, yeah, Boop Your Brain. I had two <laughs> Boop Your Brains in there. That's, I mean, you know, and it's it's like extirpate, right? It's it's like you, you reveal your card, you choose, you, they reveal their hand, you choose a card from it, and then it it's so it doesn't permanently get rid of it, but it's yeah, very Gomazoa. Because that removes from the game, right? No, Gomazoa-like, and that they're not going to see it in, for a while unless they get some sick top draws. It, it buries it. It's a lot like the picture mm -hmm. where he's poking her in the side of the head, and, Boop. and uh, <laughs> you know, if I'd be distracted too. I'd forget about whatever spell I was trying to cast if that happened to me. Hey, boss, you wanted to see me? Boop! <laughs> I boop your brain. So then the... So Mortician Beetle was actually my first pick. Because I, I had played the week before with Red Black and was working around with this whole sacrificing strategy. Right. Then, too. That is that is the one thing we are hearing about Black in the set is because of, of Sarkin, namely. You know, people have been like, well, Red Black doesn't seem to be too, too bad. And Black's got some good conditional removal, but... Have you thought about going blue-white levelers? Right, exactly. That's what everybody wants to do. And I'd love to go blue-white levelers. That's what I did. I, I didn't get to. Got my but at what I cost, got, man? I mean, at what cost game? do you take those levelers? <laughs> You're like, you know, I first picked my Knight of the Meadow Grain, and then years later, yeah. <laughs> my third pack, I got a second leveler. <laughs> exactly. So, so that was funny, because the first week when I ended up red-black, I uh, had wanted to go white-blue levelers, and I could have, but I hadn't looked at the set. It was the first time I'd ever cracked packs and had to look through the cards and figure out which one I wanted to take first, and I'd listened to podcasts and did all the strategy videos that I could find and read 40 articles about it, but, you know, it, it didn't help me at all. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, because I could have taken this really nice white leveler, and then the next pack it was like Venerated Teacher, and then the next pack it was like Venerated Teacher, and then the next pack it was like Time of Heroes, and then it was like, next pack it was Training Grounds, training grounds and then it was like Perfect Leveler, Perfect Leveler, Perfect Leveler, and it would have been an awesome deck, but I decided to go red-black. And I can only think that I had to do that so I could figure out this mono-black strategy. It was like, I was not allowed to go white-blue levelers. Uh, okay, so like, all right, so say this deck, I mean, you know, shows up again maybe without the Mortician Beetle. Are you willing to still improvise with Mono Black? I mean, do you think this is, a, I would say it's a solid strategy. I mean, you... Well, I think it's phenomenal. It's, there's two reasons that I think it is really strong. It happened good for you, though, because nobody else, was, I mean, there was a lot of black coming around. Yeah, right? the only other person that drafted black was my girlfriend, and she actually drafted almost the exact same deck. 
See, and I think, I mean, I think that's huge because you're just not hearing about black in mm. Rise of the Eldrazi. It's like the color nobody's right now really talking about. Right, and I totally feel that it's super strong because of the removal, the level of removal that it has. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, black is where the real removal is. Your vendettas. Corpse uh, Hatch. Uh, the, uh-huh. The, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, there's Last Kiss, which is fair for the small creatures, although it's not so great in Rise of the Eldrazi because there's not a lot of small creatures. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, Induced Panic, what is, I can't think of what it is. The, uh, the one that they sacrifice and then it rebounds and they sacrifice again. Oh, right. Oh, that rare. Yeah. That one's awesome. And you have the, uh, the other one that's like, show a creature, this creature gets negative, negative. Converted. Yeah, converted mana cost, and I can't think of either of those cards right now. But I, I don't know. There's a lot of amazing stuff in black. And actually, I, I probably could have grabbed through two Bloodthrown Vampires, and it would have made this deck even stronger. Uh-huh. So looking at it like that, and then not having to splash another color, like being able to run mono and have enough strength in it to deal with almost any threat that you might come up against, I think is is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. If I mean, I, I don't see the ability to do that with white. I don't see it with blue. I really don't see it with red. It seems like they all need a supporting cast. And I, I don't think that I don't think that black necessarily does. I think I think you might be onto something. It, it reminds me of of green being played in in Zendikar, mono green being played in Zendikar, and it was like nobody was playing green, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you started getting these vicious like tangle sap vines of the Venwood vines of the vines of the Vengewoods? <laughs> I like that. Yeah, we're gonna look up exactly what that means, and we'll be back in the next segment. <sighs> Now, a public service announcement from the makers of Dredging for Humor. We at Dredging for Humor would like to remind you that with the reprinting of Baneslayer Angel in M11, all previous versions of Baneslayer Angels, such as Baneslayer Angels that were printed in M10, will now be defunct in future deck building. We urge you to mail them to us here at Defunct Card Department, care of Dredging for Humor, Unit Z, Architaw, Humble Tucky, 95521, where we will store them in time-sealed barometric chambers to be donated to the Smithsonian in the year 2120. Thank you. This has been a PSA from DFH. Please draft responsibly. Uh, two, 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 two formal? Two, 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 enchantment destruction bear. It's just two, two, informal. At two, two, brute. At two, two, brute? Wow. <laughs> so before this gets derailed too far, Whoa. during the break... Too late. Uh, we're not even on the train. We're too late! <laughs> you ain't riding the gravy train! Okay, it's just going down the fucking drain. <laughs> what did you want to talk about? I don't about? know what to do. Well, you were the one that was bitching during the break. Well, you're damn right I was you bitching during just, the break. I didn't get to talk as oh, much as I well, usually do. Well, yeah, I wasn't bitching for shit. All right, it's all you. What, what did you do? What, what do you think about Rise of the Eldrazi? I think it's played out. <laughs> It's the third week it's been in paper. <laughs> and you're like, done? Yeah, wow, dude, I'm so ready for peanut butter and pickles or whatever the hell the next set is. <laughs> peanut butter and pickles. Peanut no, butter and pickle sandwich. The that's, the, that's the code names for the next right. set after Mirrodin. Oh, Oh, right, because now they have the actual names out of that set. Right. Yeah, I'm waiting for that. Eldrazi? The next set is Do We Cheat Him and How? Yes, it is, and you've been watching your car talk. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, you don't watch Car Talk, you listen to it. Um, Eldrazi. Well, fuck. I don't know. There's that cool card, the one I like, that costs too much. But we already, t- I already told you guys about it. Didn't we already do this in a show? Didn't we talk about our pre-release experience? Yeah, we talked about the pre-release. Oh, okay. You what about, about draft? drafting? Yeah, oh, my God. I went to draft. one draft. I haven't drafted with you guys yet, so that's probably why I don't like it. Um, yeah, I was playing against some serious players. Um, they did this rare draft thing, though. That was really right. cool. Yeah. Um, um, LSV mentioned this on, on rare, the, I think, rare rare last episode. Yeah, so, so fill us in. What, um, what was it? What was it? Uh, well, that was just the draft format. Um, yeah, basically, instead of doing a prize pool, uh, you do all the rares at the end of the game, go back into a pile, and depending on your ranking, you get first pick. So you there's a Jace in play. You're like, hmm, first pick of the rares, I'm taking the Jace. Um, so first which player, I know you disagree with. First player gets rewarded for, gets for the winning ultimate reward because yes. you get the biggest. But there's still a lot of good cards in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. and it's a big cheap. pile of rares. It's, it's less expensive. It's too. less expensive, yeah. Right. And also, the other thing that I, I know that... I, I'm like 50-50 on this because I like how it makes you want to build a more competitive mm-hmm. deck so you're not yes. as focused on the rares yep. while you're picking. Yep. So you're able to actually... Look at what you want your deck to be and go like, okay, well, this is really the best card for this. This yeah. Training Grounds is going to work fabulously yeah. with my Halimar mm-hmm. Wave Watch. Yeah. You know, it's like you're able to look, even though there's this Jace in here. Mm-hmm. Well, although if I was playing blue, I'd probably be playing with Jace. But even though, like, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. there's no, yeah. Uh, it depends. I mean, it honestly well, there's, depends. There's no Jace in Rise of the Eldrazi, so... No, not so, so much. That, that's yeah, that kind of negates it right there. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I don't remember what the bomb rare was. I know that I came up uh, against some stupid, stupid shit. Oh, yes, he was the one that was yep. there. I and, remember uh, talking. Yeah. Um, I took... What did I take? I took one of those green... Uh, whoa, oh, God, what are they? Like, they, they make your... They put out a spawn token every turn. What is that? Oh, oh yeah, sure. that's a great one. The enchantment. Yeah, the enchantment. Yeah, it puts in that's a zero one. Um, breeding no. grounds. Breeding ground. Is it breeding grounds? No, it's like a green card. I don't. I don't remember. It puts a spawn into play, and it's just like, oh my god. Um, but my deck was uh, blue white flyers, some levelers. You know, I tried to go with it, and uh, it just blew chunks everywhere. Oh my god. I wanted to hurl. It was bad. It was fun to play, though. I went up against this mono green deck that was just sick. And he was he was playing two of those enchantments that put zero ones into place. Oh. He had Palooka Worms. <laughs> and, yeah, I think he had like two or three freaking Palooka Worms. And I'm like, are you kidding? Like, what? Palooka. I like that. I like so, that's so much better. Up, it, it will be from no, known as Palooka, Palooka from now on. What is, what is Palaka? It? Is it Palaka? Yeah, but it's not anymore. It's, it's Palooka. It Palooka. Hey, it's Palooka. Palooka. Hey, Palooka. It is Palooka. It's, that's, what would that be? Like some uh, someone's grandma? Oh, don't talk about my Palooka like that. Oh, look at you. You're such a cute little Palooka. <laughs> I wouldn't believe what you said about my Palooka. I'd like a, I'd like to order a dozen Palookas. Yeah. Are those, are, those the, are those the cream-filled ones? Oh, god damn. What hey, the sushi bar had, had a nice uh, slice of uh, Palooka whale sashimi there. <laughs> Palooka. So, yeah, Rise, I'm, I'm pretty down with Rise. I, I really like the shift in speed from Zendikar and World Wake. Mm-hmm. I, I like the depth of It definitely of slows things down. Yeah, I like how much you have to mm-hmm. think about what you're going to do and yeah, trying to pre-plan so, yes. for, like, how are they building it. It's mm-hmm. like you really have to pay attention to their flow of mana. Mm-hmm. And that makes it so much more 
more intriguing because what can they do? You know, it's like that that whole play. Yeah. yeah. The nice thing about draft versus constructed is you have a more narrow scope that you have to be considering as far as like all the mechanics and all the things that can go out there. When you, whereas when you're in an all Eldrazi draft, you know, you pretty much know that it's going to be that sort of build. That's why I tried to build like a quick deck. You know, it was like get in there, you know, as quick as you can before they start throwing up all their defenses and getting their big old beasties out. I will say that Halimar Wave Watch, even it did me good in the pre-release and it did me good in the uh, in the game, uh, but, you know, not good enough. Uh, that light, uh, what is that, Lighthouse Keeper, whatever it is? Oh, yeah, like Lighthouse Keeper had? Of Yeah, no. It could be? Nope, Light Chronologist. Chrono, oh my god, what yeah. a beating. Kimmy oh. just raked me across the holes. You know, Was that the extra like turn that. one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's just, it's like it gets out of control so yeah. quick. And you're yeah. just like, okay, well, I've got your board answered, but I don't have an answer for that thing. And you just start, she just started pulling the extra turns. Like, yeah. Oh, was that the end of your turn? Okay, yeah, I'll take my first. She still lost. She did, but I think if she'd have had, like if she'd have been able to pull out maybe a better range of flyers, or it would have been rough for a slower build. I mean, and I was I yeah. was a mid build, mid to slow build. But yeah. she, yeah, Kimmy was just you know, yeah, that was that was gross. You get that sucker going, and I right there's about, a reason. To you play know, that's blue. What, yeah. I wonder what you would pair that with, like maybe blue red, so you could take out early threats, burn them out. Pino, white zin. I was thinking more of a grigio for what? Because it's more desserty, you know. I mean, uh-huh. this, is, this is making my teeth ache. A thicker. I say just. <laughs> I just say guzzle the port. Yes, guzzle the port. I, I like swilling port from a bottle. Oh, I will say. Oh, good port. port I thought you said pork. I thought it was <laughs> just the pork. bacon grease. Like just pour <laughs> yeah, down just, the bacon oh, grease. Oh man. Mm. <laughs> oh, I like to spread it uh, when it's uh, chilled on toast. <laughs> wow, I'm gonna have some toast and grease. Yes, <laughs> it tastes like bacon. <laughs> it's my protein in the morning, man. Come on, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. It's not protein. It's fat. What am I talking about? <laughs> Actually, I like to cure the uh, cast iron pan with it. With oh yeah, no, that's a good. It's a good curing. Mm-hmm. It's really good for if you're gonna do a steak. Mm-hmm. You know, like a big blackened steak. Oh yeah, oh, I, I keep I keep bacon grease in the fridge for for lube in the pan. <laughs> <laughs> for lube in your for lube in the pan and the steak. Yes, uh-huh. absolutely. So it slides around better and doesn't if, stick. If I'd have known it was going to be that kind of a party. <laughs> Sorry, man. I didn't make any mashed potatoes. I do have some quinoa. So we're talking about Aldrazi, oh. right? Okay, so you're you're a big uh, you're liking the blue white, but it didn't hook you up. Are you thinking no. you might go different in a, in a future draft? Yeah, I, you know, I need to get my hands on the cards some more. Um, I haven't had any time, really, to visit, and I certainly haven't had enough time to, you know, play. So, uh, you know, getting my hands on the cards will be good. I'll try and draft this weekend. <laughs> it's okay. These bands got to take a breather. Um, impressive cards of note. Um, yeah. Conscription. Oh, right. Hello. That's your biggie. That's right. That's God, your I love that card. Conscription. You didn't because get I love right trample there. and I love fat. Yeah, I love Eldrazi conscription. I think it's my favorite card. Oh my god! But I, it's so if you overwhelming. Can get to that eight, it's like, and it's not that hard. In Rise of the Eldrazi, no, it is not, not very hard to get to eight. No, I mean, admittedly, it's an aura, therefore it becomes a two for one. But I mean, oh my god! So did you buy your sovereigns? Did you buy your sovereigns before <laughs> before it happened? What sovereigns? Sovereigns of Lost Alar, New Alar, New Alar. I purchased one, but not. For that, 
I purchased it because I thought Gigantiform was going to be huge. <laughs> <laughs> well, it had a great name for it. This is going to be huge. Gigantiform, huge. <laughs> right. What is what does Gigantiform do again? I have to pay uh, eight or something. Kind stupid. of a crap crap rare from Zendikar. I, I don't know. I really like it. It's a enchantment. You put it into play. You has a kicker cost. If you kick the cost, if you pay the kicker cost, you get to find another one and put it into play. Oh, it's an enchantment. Yeah, right? it makes it eight eight and trample. Oh. Yeah, you know I what's don't its know. total cost? I want to say it's four plus four. I think it's eight. So it's eight. So and it doesn't give annihilator, and it gives two less. Right. See, I'm on the no. It gives you sixteen because you get oh, one eight eight. And right, yeah, one. right. If you paid the kicker, mm-hmm. got it. Okay. I'm just I'm on this I'm on this Patrick Chapin guts theory fence where it's like. I think I used to be a player that thought that every magic card had potential in the right deck. Yeah. But now, <laughs> I, I just, I feel like I'm getting old. I feel like I'm getting Archie Bunkery on the whole deal. Like, yeah, maybe that's what it is. And I'm just like, no, you know, Gigantiform, I, I you know, it must have been some good stuff I was smoking because that card did not go up. Hmm. And I, I thought it was going to be like super bomb. But... You know, it led me into getting a lost sovereign, sovereigns of lost Alara early, which right now is paying off. New, new Alara or lost Alara? <laughs> lost Alara, sovereigns of lost Alara. What's yeah, their because deal? They bring and you get to search your library for an enchantment, and uh, put it into play, and Aura, and put right, it into and play. Put it into play. Mm-hmm. I think it's newer sovereigns of the new lost Alara. Oh, I, I thought lost it was last year's sovereigns of the uh, squires of the sometimes not their Alara. No, I think you're both wrong. Oh, uh, so so yeah, this, uh, mono black, woo, yeah, three. What, what did you think of the uh, other mono black deck, the girlfriend's deck, the girlfriend's the she who shall not be named deck? Okay, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was very similar to yours. It was mono black. Uh, you kicked my butt, didn't you? The first game, and then you won me the second game oh, okay. with that uh, mill or remove from the graveyard. Black X spell, remove it from the graveyard for each card, remove this way. Target player loses loses life and you gain life. life. Yeah. That was good times. For you. (laughs) Except when it wasn't. So what did I think of it? I don't know. I don't remember enough about the cards yet. I need to see more of them. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll be able to draft not this weekend, but the weekend after? Quite possibly, maybe. I don't know. Yep, that sounds like what I figured. I got a pack, man. I understand. Um, yeah, yep. it's, my time is a very, very uh, precious, precious right now. So this is probably the last you guys are going to hear from me in a while, too. Uh, okay, so uh, any other any, rise? Any other thoughts? rise? What do you think about green? What's the potential for a green elf kind of leveler deck? Something like with it that ends up with a tusk collar. Say, say you first pick a tusk collar. That's the one that brings in the elephants. Oh you, God. You know. Oh, you know, Ringling Circus. Oh, (laughs) man, I just got cramps. I'm remembering my pre-release, and this guy was just like, oh, God, I'm going to make two, three, three elephants. I was like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. Just hurts. It hurts right here. Would you like me to get you some Pepto? Oh, man, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um... Uh, yeah. Yes, you first picked the dust collar, and... What does he cost? I don't know. Not but very just, much. You just not get him much. because you're going to start having three threes on the way if they is don't he, have an is answer. Is he a kicker? He's a not a kicker, mm. but a leveler. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. I think it's two, and then it's something so, like two to, to level up. And then how do the elephants come into play? You tap it and pay some green mana. And then you get X number of elephants? Or? Uh, at level one through whatever it is, you get one elephant. Okay. At level whatever it is, you get two. Okay, so the max is two. Right. Yeah, max okay. is two. And I, and I feel kind of a need to put things in retrospective here, because I've... Uh, Retrospective? All right, we're going back to the 70s. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) neologisms in the house. Um, In in perspective here, because, all right, you know, I don't mean to make this guy sound like a bitter blossom or whatever, but, you know, it's like if he gets on the table and you don't have an answer, that's what's, you've got tusks up your butt, man. You've just, you're going to be hurting. You are going to be hurting in several turns with a bunch of three threes coming at you if you have no answer for this guy. So that makes me wonder if there's a fat little blue-green leveler deck that you could pull off. <clears throat> because with the training grounds and the venerated oh. teachers, which if you could pull a training oh. grounds, granted. But if you have venerated teachers and you're dropping those with yeah. that guy out there, oh, and yeah. all of a sudden it's just like no, blue. Five, blue is elves. the linchpin to a successful leveling deck. I'm convinced of it. There's no way that leveling is a viable commodity without those training grounds and those venerated teachers and those let's charge cards. Right. Time of Heroes. Yes. Time of Heroes. <laughs> Stop. What is it? <laughs> this time we have to attack because pointing our swords at it aren't right. doing, isn't doing anything. Yeah, plan of attack. It? Because yeah. this time pointing and yelling charge will pro- probably won't kill it. That, <laughs> that scene in that card, I think you could put up like a different saying every day. Oh, I think yeah. I've thought of like, look, I, I know you guys are into X-rated Japanese manga. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I like, I like, I hate levelers, but I like them. I hate them. They make me happy. It's so frustrating. It's just the question of mana sink, you know? Yeah. I mean, really, really, what is a leveler, right? It's a fireball with legs. It was awkward. It was like stepping on a glove. It is is not a fireball with legs. A fireball is much more effective. (laughs) (laughs) Don't dumb down my fireballs. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Fireball. Oh. Well, we're going to have to take a break, which is probably going to lead us to a third segment, and we'll be right back. Does your Narcana cutthroat tend to experience the graveyard before his death touch ability? Duh. Would your Knight of Cliffclaven soar if he only had a place where everyone knew his name? That would be normal. Could cheaper roaming charges allow your tusk collar to get hard? Can I have more pachyderms, please? At Kurt Colonoscopy's time of Heroes Bar and training grounds for venerated teachers, we'll teach you how to fully maximize the potential of your levelers. After two full weeks of the patented colonoscopy special, you'll find that your limp and flossy Kirill Outrider is now humming with vigilance ready to take on even the toughest of rapacious ones. Of these I cannot taste them. Our training grounds are clean and kept free from skittering invasions of noobs. And because there's always an opponent around, at Kurt Colonoscopies, there's simply never a chance to play with yourself. Let me play with your deck. Not now, headache. This is Kurt Colonoscopy, reminding you to properly love your leveler. (laughs) 
sprinkle some wings on it. That's an angel. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Making proxies with toilet paper. <laughs> toilet paper proxies. <laughs> toilet paper proxies. Wow. I wouldn't wipe my ass with one of those. That would be awesome. Bane Slayer Angel Toilet Paper. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about it. <laughs> the John Bill Toilet Paper. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that is so awesome. You pull off. It's like Putrid Leech. I ain't wiping my ass with that. Blood Braid Elf. She deserves it. <laughs> Blightning. Um... <laughs> I might blow my nose. Uh, and then you pull Sarkin, he makes you wipe his ass. Sarkin? There's no Sarkin in Jund. No Sarkin? Not in Jund. No. And you just totally killed my broodmate dragon two ply joke. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I, I'm the one who should be sorry. I didn't want to blow so, your joke. So, speaking yeah. of Jund. Speaking of Jun, there's a deck that finally beats it. What is it? It's called Mythic. <laughs> is this a, is this a deck that's the Mythic Rare deck? It's all it is. Yeah, the Mythic Super Rares. Friends. Super, Super friends. friends. You know, three Elspeth, three Gideons, three Jaces, and three Ajani's. Meanwhile, as Jun is getting its ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost there. <laughs> Jenna and Jenna touch their monkey. What you got in your deck, Batman? <laughs> Dude, I told you to stop slipping those versus cards into my magic box. Another vampire bats, really? <laughs> now I want to start slipping versus cards into people's magic decks. Doing the old JT double cheaty face. Double cheaty face. <laughs> That's so odd. Well, how did you guys feel about that when he was pulling out the cheaty face? Um, cheaty face <laughs> it, it was hard because I had I was not familiar with the cards yet, so I was frustrated at myself <laughs> and not knowing the cards. And then I'm like, okay, I'll attack into your... What the hell is that? <laughs> you didn't tap out for that. <laughs> Where did that come from? He's like, read the card. I'm like, oh, Christ, man, it's an uncard. Man, what's going on? Who am I? Who am I? Oh, man. Then you pull it out of the game. Yeah, right yeah. there, like, I don't know, 20 Wizards R&D people are peeing their pants laughing. <laughs> That's why we designed the card. Giggity, <laughs> giggity. Wow. Oh, I can totally see it. <laughs> Oh yeah. Then, then I could then chuckle when he did it. When yeah. he did it the second time, I was able to chuckle. But when he did it the first time, man, I'm like, what did I miss? Did, I... did you call? Did you call Gotcha? Uh, no, I oh. I didn't call anything. But what the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah, good old shitty face. So we we contacted the Tech Institute of Tolarian Sciences. Uh, you know what was it? Tits, mm-hmm. right? Yes, tits dot org. Uh huh. Uh, I that's a great website. Great website. Whoa. <laughs> I think it's a breast cancer website. That's possible. Yeah, it's it's, it's an org. There was another know. bar I didn't click on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, from that, it, that's not what it was. It definitely wasn't. It was the Tech Institute of Tolarian Science. Right. Exactly. And uh, what we did is we found a level one player test for noobs. Right. And so we're going to administer this test to noob. Well, okay. Let's say you pass this. Test. Why am I? Why am I taking this test? So I have to become a level one player. You 
are going to one-up like Mario eating a mushroom. I'm down with that, man. All right. Like, but you well, it's no time longer, to level up. Right? Dude, you will no longer be. Can I new. just like pay you guys like a couple colorless, we maybe have a colored mana, and I can no just level up? No control over your oh, newbie status. Can I take a test for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. Right, we did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you told me about that. I think you guys just made this it's shit up. It's super secret. We're just you're to, we're making you this, this up. Now. I was six. There's no test. There test. is a test. Show me a test. All right, we're going into the test. Are you ready? We're going to put the headphones on you Goodbye, and we're going to go right into the test. When I see you again, you will no longer be newbie. Don't put me in this damn booth. No. Hey. Uh, fine. All right. Okay. So he's in there, soundproof. So, so is there anything you really lo- would like to say about him, dude? Is that the old cheese fries booth? Yes. Wow. You still have that? That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> okay. Well, he's getting he's getting a little rambunctious. Here. We we probably ought to start the test. He he always calms down with intro music. He needs deep fighter. Yeah, he does. Do you or a Nakatle you know have a problem? Are you the type of cat who finds himself using more than two pawfuls of catnip a day? Have you totally lost your pride? We here at NA have developed a program that has a 98% success rate of helping helpless pussycats like you achieve total sobriety. Nakatle's Anonymous has even helped such stars as a Johnny Vengeant, who fell into a deep, dark spiral after his land deal was rerouted. Jadit O'Janan of Afrava, who reclaimed his princedom after renouncing his former connections with the gang known as the Forest Walkers. And Miri, who went from being a cat warrior to a cat cursed. But now we just call her Miri the Cured. So if you are a cat that can't get enough of that, call us and we'll schedule an appointment immediately to get you off the nip so you can get a grip. All right, dude, I, I think that He's you're... Really yeah, he is. It's, this is... You know, I didn't think he would respond this badly to it. I, usually this is a good thing. Yeah. You guys! Uh, you know... God damn it! I, I think that you better calm him down. Okay, okay. I'm going to open up the comms. Awesome. Okay, awesome. here we go. Okay, okay, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. What is... Okay, what? Hey, 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 what am I doing in this goddamn you're, box? You're okay. What am I, what am I doing okay. here? What you're okay. Breathe deep, hey. deep breaths. Look, you're all right. This is normal. This is how the test goes. We both had to do it this way. You're okay. Listen, in the right, in the right-hand wall, you'll see a cubby. Do you see it? About, I, I see the, I see the cubby. Okay. Wait. In the, in the cubby. What am I doing in here? Just, it's okay. Just follow along. Just open the box and everything. There's a box. There's a box. What, what am I? Everything. What's in the, what's in the, what did you put in the box? Everything in the box is is for you to use at your own discretion. Is there a key? Can I get out of here? You no, know, you're fine. You just need to take the test and you can get out. That's that's the only problem. Um, but you know, you're just going to zip through this test. You're going to pass it. We both have faith in you. Anything in the box you can use at your discretion. We do suggest that you might not want to start with the red pill. And aside from that, you should be okay. Oh, and by the way, the gas is all right. It's just meant to help calm you down a little. Can I have a cookie? Yes, as soon as you finish the test. No, my blood sugar's low. I want a cookie. You'll be all right. It's Look in the box. 
Okay, you ready? You're going to take the test? There's no cookie in the box. You'll be all right. There's a little root beer barrel. Take that. There's. Uh, Eat that. I, I guess it'll do. All right. I want a cookie. Okay, we're going to start the test. It'll be over in a second. Just do your best. The band and I have total faith in you. Just a couple. Just a couple? Yeah, it's short. And we have total faith in you, but we need to get off the comm now because the button's overheating. All right. I have a cookie when I'm done. You... I want an oatmeal cookie. We have... uh, Yes. Okay. All right, I'll do it. Okay. Is this starting already? Okay, I'm turning off the comms. Okay. And, uh... And, uh, so... He's freaking out. Yeah, dude, that was good. I think you handled that very well. He took the root beer one. I know. <laughs> you should be just fine. Is yeah. the test starting yet? Uh, I, I guess I better start the test for him. Okay. Although this is kind of fun, just watching him freak out a minute. I'm waiting! Want to get some coffee? Yeah, maybe we should go get some coffee. Maybe some donuts. Oh, let's give him a doubt. Okay. okay, here we go. Starting the test. This quiz is designed to define your level of inexperience or newness regarding Wizards of the Coast's Magic the Gathering. It consists of questions related to gameplay, general knowledge of the game, and the culture of the game, and finally, the social status you have gained from playing this game. You will be scored on a 20-point system, which takes into account clarity of answers, tapping into the subject matter, and how well you can defend yourself, and finally, correctness. At the end of this test, you will be given instructions on how to send your answers to our uber-clandestine, super-secret, highly-secure facilities, where our level 10 sub-pro players will score your ineptitude. The test begins in five seconds. What are the zones of play? Uh, battlefield, combat zone, remove from game zone, uh, the graveyard zone, uh, deck zone, library zone? Name ten abilities in ten seconds. Your time starts now. Okay, abilities or mechanics? Like, okay, is dredge tapping, uh, first strike banding, uh, your mama. When was Magic the Gathering released? <laughs> uh, your mama? You mulligan to five and draw a hand with two islands and three core skyfishers. Should you mulligan to four? I don't know. I like fish. Do you really think you should be playing this game? <laughs> no, because I really don't have time for it. Are you asking, like, if I should metaphysically be playing it? Maybe. Who is the hottest planeswalker? Oh, my God. Really? You're asking me that? I want to say Elspeth, but that's just... No. I don't know. Chandra's pretty hot. Oh, Nissa's sweet. You've just cracked an arid mesa, only to realize that you have no plains or mountains to retrieve. How do you present this predicament to your opponent? Um, (laughs) by laughing at myself. It's happened way too often. Of all the planeswalkers who have been printed twice, which one would you play? A Johnny Goldmane. Is Sarah Angel still playable? That's the end of the question. What do you mean, is it still playable? But what if she's in the right deck? Well, if she's in the right deck, of course she's playable. Jesus, if you can play a Eldrazi, then you can play a Sarah Angel. What is the plural of mocks? 
Moxie. 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 Northos casts Lightning Bolt, which costs one red mana. Rexiel plays Essence Scatter, which costs one blue mana and one colorless mana, and targets the Lightning Bolt. What is wrong with Rexiel's play? <laughs> it's not what's wrong with his play, it's what's wrong with his name. Rexiel? Really? How high do you pick a beast hunt? Uh, well, it depends on how much I've toked, smoked, or otherwise gotten high on. I, what do you mean, pick high? Is there a viable Relentless Wraths deck? Oh, uh, really? Yes, there is a viable Relentless Wraths deck. I haven't found it, but it's there. Who is Evan Irwin? <laughs> He's the guy with the best freaking magic video out there. Tap in the cards so you don't have to. What makes his show so magic? Wow. Use of graphical elements, for sure. The whole lol meme. Uh, his delivery, it's gotten much better over the years. And I gotta say, um, that's my favorite magic show. Between pigs, sheep, salami, or goats, which is Mark Rosewater's favorite? <laughs> salami. Goats? Goats? Love goats. In between games, your opponent declares that he feels that homelands get a bad rap. What is your response? Duh. Duh. Define mythic. Epic. Rarer than rare, but there are still crap mythics. What is up with that? Seriously. True or false? The recent Muppet Magic crossover commercial should be banned. There's a Muppet Magic crossover commercial? I want to see it. And then I'll tell you if it should be banned. True or false? Baneslayer Angel should be reprinted in M11. Um, yeah, why not? Make value go down, although these guys tell me it'll go up, but reprint it. True. True or false? Jace the Mind Sculptor is underpriced. Oh, I don't know if he's underpriced, but a lot of people that I hear are bitching about his high value, so... True or false? Your draft decks are often over 72 cards. Uh, false? Can you even have that many cards? How many did you end up with, anyway? True or false? The original name for the graveyard was The Hole. I believe it. True. I don't really know. But I believe anything at this point. True or false? Caravan Herda will rise in value. <laughs> All right, Caravan Herda gives me a rise. Uh, I'm going to have to say false. But true. I don't know. Ask me in a couple months. How much caloric energy does one rock star and three Doritos provide? Uh, rock star is about uh, 400 calories, uh, but that's we're not talking about sugar-free. And three Doritos, I'm going to give about 75. 475. How many cards are put into your opponent's graveyard? If you cast a kicked right of replication, targeting your Halimar excavator, which is the only ally you control. Two. Maybe. Crap. I don't even know that shit. Right of replication. What does that do? How many tech geeks does it take to irritate an orc? One. And he can do it remotely. Orcs don't like I am. Thank you for your participation in our Level 1 Noob Test. Please place your answers in the anti-theft address envelope and give it to your local postwalker. Results will be delivered to you by Certified Planner Delivery in 6 to 8 weeks. 
This has been the Level 1 Noob Test. Built a deck with twenty some odd planeswalkers. Ada John is a Chandra's and some mind sculptors. This might be the deck that I've been waiting for. It might be overpriced and then some This might be the deck that shall end all the decks I just might finally win a game I built a deck with 20-some-odd planeswalkers Eight Gideons, eight Elspeths, and some mind sculptors deck that I've been waiting for It might be overpriced but delightful This might be the deck that shall end all games I just might finally win a title I built a deck with 27 planeswalkers I built a deck with 20 some odd planeswalkers